0: Okay, in your main copy, which we're in on page 3b, you have a Mishnah in Chalab. So we've been laying out the last few shirim, and we will continue just the basis of the Marmakemis for the Chuvus say for one of the main chuvas on the Sugya. What is the heter of the Minigalim to often feed human food to animals? If Rashi said it was merci kabaye to look like you were not having proper respect to Hashem's food and the possible which we'll go back to. So a lot of people have been asking and writing in about the lettuce they're feeding to their turtles and all sorts of other interesting combinations. So the reason I mentioned the lettuce is because with all due respect to the salad eaters as we mentioned in previous year a lot of this stuff not long ago was not considered Roy achilles adam of the raw state. Uh, raw carrots, raw cauliflower, broccoli, and everything that we eat raw. And that's fine. So different tastes change. I even know certain people who 20 years ago wouldn't have touched raw fish and now they eat it all the time. So tastes change. I'm mean, going to hug them change. And that's fine. The question is, does that take it out of the realm of animal food? or Can we have something doubling up as a food for animals and for humans? So I'm just giving an example of lettuce. There might be other examples. But the Mishnah here is going to give the example of bread. And that's very significant because bread should be considered the example of something that's processed and made for humans. And here the Mishnah is going to discuss as a matter of fact that such a bread existed that doubled as Michael Adam and Michael Klovim. Keep getting back to the dogs, which we're not finished with yet. And the Mishnah doesn't even have a comment on... Isn't there something wrong with that picture? The Mishnah just brings it down, the the Nafkeminas of whether it's Din Pas, the Gabbay Erevin, and all sorts of other halachas. Let's see the Mishnah. Mishnah Ches. Issa Sakhlovim. It's a nice name for an Issa, right? Issa Sakhlovim. Now, it can't mean that it's only for dogs because you wouldn't have any possibility of the Nafkeminas we're going to list. Obviously... This was a bed that bread that was baked on the uh, on the job, so to speak. You had shepherds, you had sheep, you had sheep dogs. Shepherds weren't very wealthy, and they also needed to feed the dogs. The sheep ate grass, which was a little salad dressing we would eat. Also, I don't think uh, there's much of a chilek. I'm not sure why that hasn't made it onto our salad plate yet. Does it not taste good? Doesn't it's too bitter? Even with a lot of salad dressing? A lot of other things there that. Why? The sheep do. Yeah, they have special stomachs for it. Uh-huh. you got to have a stomach for it. Okay. Dogs I don't grass. know. Dogs eat grass and throw up. If they're not feeling well. They causes dogs to throw up. Meaning they shouldn't, they, they, but if they make a mistake... No they, do it, no, they do it to make themselves throw up if they have a stomach problem. Sounds like a Roman dog. They're just doing it to uh, eat, drink, and be merry, not to eat more? No, no, not that. It's not a Muzovar? <laughs> okay. So... They had uh, out in the field, and they obviously were poor, or else why would you do this? And Rashi, the uh, Batanura, rather, Isis Kalavim Nases mi Kemach, har Now, as I've mentioned a few times, uh, they spent centuries trying to bring themselves up the financial ladder to be able to afford white bread. And after a thousand years of working their way up, came America, and they, somebody realized, wait a second, whole wheat is much healthier. So they started charging a premium for the whole wheat to throw back all the stuff they took out to make white bread. White bread was considered a rich man's food because you had to process it more. The more you process it, the more you waste it, and the more labor-intensive it was, and it was more expensive. So how ironic it is, we finally started making enough money to afford white bread, and then somebody changed the rules. The reason I mention that is because no one's going to get hurt from having sun. In the thing, it just didn't taste as good. So the question is, how much of this did you want in your bread? So humans had X amount. The wealthier people had even less, sifted it even more. As Salas Naki is spoken about in the halacha. bar brings down, I'm quoting it Amesha because it's brought down Shacharar, bar seems to say, even in America, uh, white bread for challah or white flour for matzah is considered a hidr. It's called pasnakiyah. <coughs> Why would it be a hiddur if it clearly is not as healthy and the white bread is not healthy? Or less healthy? Is so even less healthy? Answer is, it tastes better. If you get used to whole wheat, I don't know if it tastes better. I don't remember anymore. I've been eating whole wheat for a long time. But it was considered for thousands of years a mark of pride that this is considered fancier. So apparently that doesn't change that quickly. The question is, would it change at all? Or is there something inherent that might tastes better, so you're not so healthy for a couple of gazes. But it's not unhealthy. So that's something to think about. Pesach, uh, and Stam for for we have wheat, and the, the children and other people in the household like more white, Arpsharas. We have uh, some mixture of 70%. But the locha really sides with them in print. The question is, was that only at a time when it was considered more Choshev? So that's a Hilcha Shabbos and Hilcha Pesach Shiloh. My point over here in this Baitanur is, is telling us there's morson in here, which is coarse enough and cheap enough for the dogs, but edible enough for the shepherds when they got very hungry and they weren't near any convenience shops and it's something you could have in your bag and take care of humans and dogs at the same time. So this is a great example, which is why I'm bringing it down. Yes? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Wait, wait to the first line. It's, it's because of this first line. It's It's the first nafkamina. It's not We're talking about Isa because chayef uh, The other is can be baked also, but uh, it's um, yeah. You know, the uh, the mishnah is always uh, read. If we read it quickly, we get more of the shop, but then we lose the first part of the brantener. But uh, the uh, first Navkimim is Is it considered an Isa for Chala? And the definition, the litmus test, Bisman Cha Royan So, why is it Isa's Klovim? The answer is, they made it for the dogs. The dogs also ate it. They fed it to the dogs. And in a pinch, the Royan would eat it. So, here you have a food that was made for both. So, you're going to say, wait a second, if the humans are eating it, so then, how can you give it to the dogs? Mishnah has no issue with this whatsoever, apparently, because it's very poor quality, and it's made for dogs, and humans had it too when they got hungry. That's not a violation of Ma'echel Adam, But that has to be spoken out. It's a You can say, if it's right for human beings, how can you give it to dogs? And it says they made it for the dogs and for the humans. So there are foods that are somewhere in between. I would vote for lettuce, I wouldn't have voted for it two weeks ago, but after I got a few emails of they feeding the pets, apparently some pets like it, and maybe you could argue that lettuce, in essence, I don't want to make fun of the salad market and the health food people. Obviously, lettuce has, as opposed to grass, has uh, value, right? Besides roughage, what, what, what value does it have? What vitamins is it fortified with? Right. It has a lot of vitamins. Okay, so it's not worse than all the other uh, grains. What? Iceberg or... Yeah, iceberg has like no... Ice iceberg. Romaine iceberg has, has more protein. protein. Right. Uh, for <laughs> other reasons. What? Uh, iceberg, apparently iceberg lettuce has like no nutritional value. That's what <laughs> I'm asking. I'm talking but, about iceberg. But, but the romaine has... But iceberg more. was, before romaine hit the market, when I grew up, we only had iceberg. Yeah, it's basically water. Yeah, so, so ice that's ice what is. I'm saying. So why is it human food? I heard that experts say that you shouldn't Because it provides no nutritional value. The <laughs> so why don't they worry about the human beings? Why don't they, why don't they warn human beings? But they're drinking diet There's too, a lot uh, of the uh, human beings. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, that's, uh, so I'm glad I picked lettuce. I'm, so I'm right. So, uh, so lettuce, is, uh, lettuce can is double as a maichal. Uh, that's because somebody marketed it like that. Uh, I'm not convinced. Uh, that, this would be a, this mission would be a good header for things that are pekoshi in either direction or beshaifi in both directions. That's what the Mishnah is saying. So again. Because humans eat it, has dinner of regular bread. a This has so much more sin in this. There was a shayla a hafimi, that the Mishnah has to tell you you make a mitzi. That's how bad this stuff is. But it's edible, and the rye more into picky. They make a very high salary in the middle of nowhere. So, therefore, it passes. So, if some Rorim, most Rorim would eat it, then it's some might see. that's Chayv and of course. nasis beontif. You can't be mechawol, yantif for animals, to feed them. You gotta have... No, they should rest. You're saying they're not going to be too rested. It's on Shabbos first. They're not going to be too rested. If they're hungry, you can feed them. You should feed them. You have to feed them. You just can't do malacha. You can't cook a meal for a dog. Opening up the cans to make it before Shav. Yes, before Shavu, for sure, but even for Yontif. That's, that's the Chishov. It's a nasm, awesome Yontif over here means that it's human enough uh, as a food that you can make it on Yontif. You can bake it. And you can use it, I wouldn't use the bread, We're talking about matzah, obviously, and it's good enough even though it's not The Nekiah, it's not Matz and it's not the Hidr. So if the food is ro' ilach, or human, then you could do it if you're making it for humans. That's a good, well, good question. Why it here? Again, like, it's got to be like holam mikle has got to be at least a chance midraysia. Holam mikle Erchem is uh, whatever is a backup. While you don't get uh, malchus, you have to. If you're going to bake, and I ask you, what are you doing? Is you oh, my dog loves uh, freshly baked uh, challah. That will be other. Right. So, so, uh, you, so let, let's take barley, which wasn't until relatively recently. You- Eaten by humans? Also another another example did animals eat barley yeah. was that uh, somebody was eating it right. yeah, so I'm saying, eating. So today, yeah, but in what form eat. not the way we have it they cooked it had they had they feed what talk did they do? they fed they barley animals they straight right. salt the salt this, the yeah, bar- they, straight they didn 't cook it the animals they don 't cook any of the animals I mean, was, made beer from it, except when they fed the animals okay so there 's an example, but you wouldn 't say by the way, nobody even as a hobby man a good point would say don 't make Barley into your cattle food and serve it to them because you can make beer out of it. No, no one says that because you could make it in theory, make beer out of it. So It's not them. it's animal food. What about chompt? So no, That's nowadays he he updated. He said it used to be in the free of No you, did. you didn't miss anything. We have it. We have it in our chont. The chont is the genius of Klal Yisrael. We took the cheapest food because we couldn't afford anything else, and we made it into something very choshev. That's genius, pure genius. Potatoes, barley. Potatoes were. Uh, <laughs> Uh, They they figured out how to eat it, but whatever it uh, uh, saved Europe. But it uh, yeah, it's a potato and uh, barley and uh, some beans. And then in America we machadesh meat that uh, bones. bones, If they had if they had bones, they put in some bones. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a great example. That's uh, so we made it work, which is why we're still here. Uh, Yeah, all soups are like that, by the way. That's a whole other whole other schmooze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This last thing, is interesting that the matzah, the wider it was, that spo- was supposed to be a hiddur until recently, and maybe still now, but we're if you have it, if it's edible. So, you see from this Mishnah clearly, there are foods in the middle that can serve both the animal kingdom and humans, and it wouldn't be an issue to giving it to the dogs, obviously, otherwise the Mishnah would have to say, you can't make Isis klovim fit for humans, because then you wouldn't be able to give it to the dogs. Okay, let's see the next Mahmacham on page four. This brings thing. us to. Yes? The next line says. <laughs> so it sounds like. It's, it's not bread. The border that yes, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of Morrison in here. This is really bad, this stuff. So, but it, so it's, it's really if the person decides is food or not food? Uh, there were different recipes of how much Morrison based on how much you had, I guess, and, and what your Matara was. Certain Ram, I guess, had more money and they went to 7 Eleven and, and uh, drank on the job and, um, you know, got some so uh, food you- when they got home. Once you, eat, once you decide this is... Or the right of the rave in that area. I don't know if it depends on well, one person. Once but, it's decided, does that mean you, you're allowed to give it now to the animal? Yes. Yes. Clearly the mission is talking about a case where it's pretty bad, borderline, and the mission says just make sure the rave can also eat it. We're not talking about where the rave eat it and they don't give it to the dog then because then it wouldn't be called this is him. That, that's the right I'm trying to bring, is that there's something that's doubling up. I think that's, and it's not the shot that if they make it with that much less Morrison, then you can't feed it, They brought it along because this is what the cuisine was for anybody involved in watching these sheep. That's the dogs and the people, lahabdal. And they want to make two different things. They said, this is, this is what it is. And uh, often they made it for human consumption also because they didn't have time to go shopping. So the Russian im in, heroin, offal. Yeah, that means it's pure, it's not considered bread. That's correct. It's not bread, but it's, it's it's factual that in this case they just ha- they they happen to eat from it, or are they just no. If fat they fat would, it it would be but If one guy would really be starving, that's not a raya uh, to anything because in the olden days, before we figured out how to eat barley, they would eat barley if they were so hungry also. It's, it's, it's about what they what the kavan is and whether how fit it was or not. They wouldn't they wouldn't die from it, but uh, yeah, it, it depends on their kavon. Maybe rover the reivim. In that uh, in that area, if that's man. Okay, take a look at page four, the next page. We have a small thesis, and this is what I mentioned uh, after Mincha a few days ago. I'm discussing it over Shabbos, the last few days, very timely. And apropos for Series Mechuva coming up, Habal Lateva. Uh, take a look at Thesis, the second to last Taisus, actually the bottom on the second, uh, second line into the wide lines. Rabbi Yermia Zavon Pita. This is the Gemara of Ardhazay, New Gimel of Bays. The Gemara here discusses a pretty fascinating topic, which we would like to think is not in the Nagar today, but it is because it goes back to some of the Mormon Shailas and the, uh, not Mormon Shailas, the Amish shy. I mean they get to the Mormons also. Uh, and if you remember from our whenever we speak about them, I have serious concern about getting into dialogue about comparative religion, which is usher. And they're and they're paid, and they're very good at that because they love talking about their religion, and it's a pretty extreme form. Despite the fact they look very quaint, of um, I'm not saying they, they would profess to being evangelical, but that's what's going on. They're <clears throat> uh, they're paid to talk, and the teenagers are put out there by the museums and the hayrides to discuss it with teenagers and. Uh, get many reports over the years from the uh, Bocherm and the parents. So that was a problem, which I, I believe is a, is a big problem. And the second issue is Matziah um, Shaila, Yaakov, you were going to let me know if you found anything. I don't know if they disclose it, but it's a very tight-knit community, and it's very centrally located in a tourist uh, matzah there in Pennsylvania, and they make a lot of money. I would guess, without any inside knowledge, somebody has this knowledge, that the uh, church has a cut in the operation Or they're obligated to give X amount As opposed to giving business to any Akum Who happens to go to church to do a varazara. That's not going to be Osir Because the fact that he might give some charity in that direction Is not going to it. Because it's certainly not anywhere near Psikrasia This Gemara, this whole Sugin of varazara Yud Gimel Discusses the issue of shopping by Goyim on the holiday, near the holiday, or when everything is fancied up for the holiday, basically any situation where you have a good reason to believe that the money or part thereof is going to their Erebat That is Nagea. I don't know if it's nagaya in Pennsylvania. I hope not, but it's Nagea. So people say, well, if it's Nagea, then we have a problem because you can't buy the stuff you put in your backyard. They sell all the stuff they have in the, uh, those sets. Anybody know what? No one's going to admit buying it. What's the what are they, play sets or swing sets or something? Swing they have a couple of very famous businesses. My made by them. It's, it's Your garage is made by them, yes. Yeah. So, it's a Lego company that, uh, that, so company that dresses like Amish? No, no, they pay the Amish to, to, to assemble it, but they, uh, they own, uh, uh, I think it's an Amish company. Uh, I don't know, one guy in the neighborhood told me he got it and the guy showed up with a truck and he figured that he would find out a little bit. So he asked the guy, how'd you show up with a truck? You can't drive a truck. So he said, no, we got this guy to drive. <laughs> Amir Lachum? <on, laughs> the guy said that. So he said, you can't do that. I'm happy the guy didn't say you do, because it's also Amir Lachum is also. Uh, unless it's Markham Mitzvah, they might hold making it upon us. I'm not here Darshan. The problem is I told the guy, don't talk to them. He ended up having a discussion about comparative religion. That's what you can't do. Uh, so he thought he was being cute. Um, it's a good kasha. And then the other guy we were talking to and taking the hayride the other night, He said when they took the hayride, uh, the guy was in the front and his cell phone fell out of his pocket. (laughs) I didn't tell him they should arrest him, but uh, (laughs) that's not what I was going to say. But, okay, that's not the taina. There's no isser for them. They made it up. That's the problem. It's, uh, you know, if they keep Zion mitzvahs, we have no problem. Shutzvahs is a Mechalikis, but cell phones are not usher. They're usher, maybe in the Xerath, who might get a smartphone. Maybe that's a good idea. But, uh, Lamais... it's uh, it's a very interesting operation, and there's a lot for show, and you can do a lot of fun things like hayrides and stuff like that. But where's that money going, and where's part of that money going? So our resident historian is going to look up to see what the rules are. But you'll let us know next year if you find it. I don't know if they're going to disclose it. You're going to find any reliable uh, things. But there's um, uh, he sent me the number actually the answer There's a shul in Lancaster. You can they've been there a long time. or yeshiva. They, can, they probably probably find out. So if the Metsius is correct and that's this if you know it's going there, that's a problem. That's an issue for garages and um, you know, play things in your back. And so we were having this discussion in the hallway the other night and somebody said most of the eggs in Munsi are from them. So tomorrow morning maybe stick with the toast uh, until we find out. Uh, obviously the eggs aren't us or the cashail is um, is that means that means somebody was mavar the Metsius that the money's not they don't get a cut. It's, or it's, is it's, the, the mistake Yes, because the country, if, they, if they're not mandated by internal law to give that X amount, if the mafia were their Zara which they're not, by the way, unless you have the Schutzrich issue, but they're just, they have a different of the they have a different problem, the mafia, but it's not a Zara So you buying from them is not giving to a saying buying from China or Japan: I, I think they're businessmen. I don't think, I don't think that's the issue. They're businessmen. You have to just find, it. it's one shayla here. All these is one shaitla. Are they mandated? Is every dollar you're giving, five cents, 10 cents, 20 cents, going to that thing? Who owns it? Is there, is there a shutvah there? That's all. Anyway, that's why this could be no gay. but the Gemara is talking about buying things and buying regular things, nothing to do with the Zarah, at a time or a place where you have reason to believe it's going to the tax collectors who collect the tax for the church. That's the context of the Gemara. So the Gemara tells Amaysa, to look at the debra of Taisas. Rabbi Zavan Pita. Pita as in pita. Pita, bread. He was traveling somewhere and he walked by. This guy had a stand. Pita then was what we call in Kashrus a group one uh, ingredient, a group one product, where it was known to be kosher all over the world. They put flour and water in Vizehu, and you don't have to worry about any pots because it's killing anybody Yemen, and you can buy bread wherever you want. As I think I mentioned uh, one time I was in... Uh, France, at a meeting of Arbonum, they served French bread. And I asked them, who's Heksher? They said, it doesn't really need a hasher I didn't really uh, enjoy, as I was swallowing and listening to this, but they looked very credible. And they said, no, no, we, we pass by, because we want to be a so we throw in a twig. Or we put it in the we might but, but it's kosher, because they have very starker laws in France and they never changed the things since King Henry VIII and uh, one of his wives once changed it and that was the end of her. And, uh, and that was it, so it's kosher, it's interesting, so he walked by, it's something think, huh, we wouldn't walk by a stand and buy some pizza, buy a laffa on a guy named Madison Square Garden? So the answer is we don't do it now because bread is not what it used to be, but um, some places in the world it is, not too many. So I wouldn't, don't act on that if you're traveling in Europe, by the way. I just, in this place where we were, which happened to be in Metz, it wasn't even, it was in northern France, uh, the town of the Chagazaye, and the guy I was talking to, it was, um, these are our bonhommes who were running cashless organizations. Uh, he told me it's fine, and and I also turned on the fire, threw in a twig or whatever, and uh, it's Pats stroll. So it's like a little uncomfortable sometimes you're in a meeting with, Forty rabbanim and somebody, the American has to ask whose hechsher is this under, you know. But uh, it was fine. The food was good, and my uh, first and last uh, French cuisine, and uh, everybody had a nice time. So Rabbi Amir came and he bought the pita. And Tesis wants to know the context. Of this gemara is asking how can he buy the pita? A tax is going to the church. That's the gemara Shaila. We're not going to deal with that now. What the answer in that circumstance was? Taisus wants to know. It's pasakum. How can he buy pasakum? Bim timer bottom right how can he buy it? why are they asking about the Avodah Zarah? it's Pas Akum. so if you recall we're discussing the year round halacha for the Machaber for the Sardim is that if you live in a place with Pas Yisrael and it's available in Pas and cakes, cookies it's readily available as it is in Muncie, New York and Brooklyn and Lakewood and wherever many didn't live Machabra holds, you got to buy bypass Yisrael, and the other stuff is Shreif. Pretty clear cut, which means they rescinded the gezera to the extent, or didn't make the gezera to the extent that if you had a town where there was no Jewish baker and you couldn't access it, then it's a gezera at Tzibiyach, Alamedba. The Ramah said, no, they rescinded the entire Tarkana, and you can buy the L'Arnold, Arnold's or whatever company you want, as long as it has a hechsher here in this country. The Shach over there, unusual, says that Ashkenah Sri Mahmer for the if they can, and Kahwa hu is easily uh, bought and accessible, unless it's a lot more expensive, or you like a is better taste and whatever else you see in the mailers. But the fallback position is give the business to a yid anyway, and uh, bypass Israel. Shabbos and Yontiv, the minig is only to bypass Srol, and aseret sefet is the famous one where we take on chumros for aseret sefet chuva to be in our best behavior. Can't fool a Kosh baruch We'll speak about that. Please remind me a Yantif, what's that all about? Why would you want to put on a behavior you're not going to do right after the Yom Kippur? Why is, that, why is that positive? It should be negative, like who you're trying to fool. But there is such a meaning, that means it's good for the Jews, and the question is why. So the Ashkothic end of it, think about that, is because it has to be addressed. But the Ramah brings it down. The Machabe doesn't bring it down, because he can't bring it down, because all year round, if you have it available, you can't eat it all year round. And if it's not available, it's mutter. If you're traveling on business during says Mechuva, and you're starving, you're going to the airport uh, if you've ever done this, by the way it's, It really happens Wherever you are, everything is delayed And I've gotten to many airports And your mom is hungry And you have to choose now between You look, okay, you walk into this convenience store And they're only charging triple in the first place And you go, okay, what can I eat over here? So it boils down to Pringles Which is a bracha shaila and a bishel, bishel akum shaila. It's kosher lamaisa. I'm just telling you the, what's going through my mind Or Anderson pretzels Which are pas akum and made in Pennsylvania. I hope not in that section. Uh, it's kosher, as in OU. Fine, I'm not being Laws, even though I just was. Uh, am I trying to be? It's kosher. And, uh, and then, my other thing, if I'm uh, not in a mood where I have to, to get something healthy or none of the other stuff is available, if I'm really hungry, I'll buy Twizzlers and then get into the Shiloh, where there's Mizanis the and But or there's Yashan, because it has a lot of flour in it. So besides that, there are foods, by the way, that don't have Shailah's. It's just when I'm in the airport, for some reason, the three things I want to buy, I have to make a out which one I want, the less of the Shailah's. So the Twizzlers are not that healthy, and the Pringles aren't either. The Anderson pretzels are probably the healthiest of them all. And the din is that I'm an Ashkenazi, and even if I wear a Swarty, the din is that if you're stuck, you can eat it. Sarasvay Chuva included, because they're not more machmer than what the din is all year round. Okay. So please don't misquote any of that Story. You can eat the Andersons that hasn't of you. It's it's kosher and you can eat it. It's just a shaila of picking your hidurim if you uh, if you know the sugya. So Taisa wants to know why did he buy Akam? Yesh leimer. So my ribe palti yisrael. As we just said, must be he was really out in the Bundacks and there was no palti yisrael anywhere in sight and he was hungry, which is mutter, even according to the Mechaber. K'darminon it's a fair shikamar that is muter. Or yesh Second tiritz, He was traveling with his trustworthy eved, and the eved wanted to eat it. No. So what type of eved are we talking about? Normally, you have an eved kanani who's Chai used to have an Evid ivri. Obviously, it's none of the above. It says here eved It's an Evid who is a goy, magamri. Eved is That means kashrus. You couldn't. If it was us, you couldn't feed it to them. So it means, he had a geisha helper, he was on a business trip, whatever it was, he was traveling. Oh, let's say the last possibility is, maybe he's buying it for his animal. He's driving around, he's traveling. So he has a mule, a horse, and so he's traveling, he bought it for his mule. So if you're in this sugi, which you all are, we did bought it for his mule? We bought a bread? From a regular concession with regular delicious pizza, not morson filled Bit lousy pita. Good stuff. He bought it to feed his dog. But why is that mutter? So hold that thought, we'll get to it, but that's one of the rayas, we had already five of them, that there has to be many coolers we didn't uncover yet. Go to the next page. And you will see on page five, the mug of I'm in the top right hand corner where he refers back to our original Gemara and Shabbos, that you can't waste food, and the shot we saw in Taisus, and the riff, is that you're using Allah's misusing Allah's to make it into a liquid as a detergent or a soap. And if you have other soap around, you can't do it. So what I'd like to show you, the Muget of brings that shot down, halacha l'maysa. Isu is davnun. Top line. Also v'tzai, zesam hafilah kamen peira. osim ayidei kach. What are you trying to do here? Why? Why is it also? You need soap, it's a product. Because they had many options for soap. And didn't have to ruin some good zesem. And you can't waste food. And it's a We'll get to the in a moment, and you can't asser food na, even if you're not smushing it. If you cause it, if you trigger anything that asses it banah and basically takes it out of the system, that's going to be a problem of Bizayan and most probably Baltashkas. And then he quotes Arwagamar Lamaisa. This is the first source in Pesachim that actually quotes this Din of you're disregarding the and Bracha, and it looks like you're bayit, you're kicking the Teva, and it's a chutzpah. Hashem created such a beautiful thing in the world. We're able to have food that humans can eat, and you're being bavazit Take a look at the Machs Shekel in the bottom of the first column, straight below, the very bottom line. So Rashi brings both reasons. It shows lack of a chutzpah, lack of a chashivas. See Rashi gives a second shot. I haven't figured out yet. I'm waiting for somebody to bring me a teretz. Nobody volunteered. Uh, the listeners can email one. Why does Rashi say that the teretz chasam Manashi Yisrael? I think he's referring to baltashkes. First shot is it's a lack of covet. It's a bza'ynaiyehl. The two different subtopics. And the other one is regular baltashkes. You're wasting food. Why did? Rashi says, So, again, the only guess I had so far was if you make it into soap, it's not total Ba'atashkas. You're not wasting it, you're not throwing it down the drain. But there are better ways to make soap and cheaper ways. Is that what Rashi means? Tar Chasra Mani is used in a few Gemara's, and they're not necessarily talking about Ba'atashkas. They're talking about that Hashem didn't want us to have to spend a lot of money on certain things because not everybody can afford it. It's a different expression. But, Lochara over here, the context is baltashchis, and you'll see how we know that. The Machs of is going to offer an Avkamina. Akan Lashaina, top line. Pirza Achron. la is The Machs of points out, according to the first shot, if you take food that's fit for human consumption and use it for animals, you're Mavazla food. So, we don't really care. It is a waste of money. It was cheaper, more expensive. It doesn't make a difference. You shouldn't do it. According to the second shot, that it's a issue of Baal of wasting. He says the nafkamina would be, if you know have anything else, shuri. It's mutter. You have to go out to petco to buy pet food and spend more and waste time. That's also Baltashkis. So if this is what you have in the house, it's handy. It's the cheapest way, most convenient way to do it. So then you can do it. That's a big nafkamina between the first shot and the second shot. The afshur, it's the first suggestion for a The afshur alzeh, in the time of wa adam. In Europe, they were giving the chickens. Roosters and other animals, they're bread. Leftover bread, crumbs, whatever it is. But it was human, Michael. Bread fit for humans. And instead of making French toast, they gave the leftovers to the animals. And why is that mutter, have just said? And Magdavon past means it's also. Awesome. So he says, according to the second shot in Rashi, the problem is batash, it's not batash, it's if you're saving yourself time and money. And according to the first shot, it's still a bizoyan. So you have to take a position, according to the shekel, Rashi gives chat number one then an inami. That means we're holding like the inami. Why are we holding like the inami? Because the first trot, it should still be also. So we're not out of the woods at all. Would it also mitigate the baltashchis if you're feeding a your chicken so you can grow it so it gets bigger so you can eat it? That's interesting. You want it to get fat. Yes. Yeah. Is that baltashchis? If you could have fed it something that wasn't human food, like barley in the olden days or something like that, right. then it is. It's, it's certainly, you're running into the first chat in Rashi to a zillion. So, you're saying, but I'm doing the bizillion to be able to have a fatter chicken. But You can't be Mvaz Eichlin, according to the first shot, to make a fatter chicken. You have no right to Mvaz Eichlin. And according to the second shot, you're spending money to make it fatter if you have an alternative, like with the soap. Don't make the olive uh, liquid into soap. Use. <laughs> so, you're thinking like an American. I don't blame you, you've been here many years. Uh, but. You're wasting, you're saying it's gonna be wasted anyway. But that's the overall heter for the whole gear that I keep mentioning, Nobody's and we all keep mentioning. Eating. Eating. Uh, that's ultimately gonna be a heter for a lot of things, but that's a little schwer. We conditioned ourselves, unlike on 100 years ago, 80 years ago in Europe, we conditioned ourselves to be out everything and anything that we don't fancy at the moment. And now, because now we say, well, it's our sugya anymore, because that's not baltashchus. How can we be baltashchus? We're all doing it. It's a funny terrorist, but they well, might say we're using the tariff, and they might no one's going to eat it. The question is, should we be trying to eat it? And over here, it's not only baltashchus, it's a bizayin reichlens. This is a more serious subset of the sugya in many ways, because you're boyit, you're taking something fit for and you're being, you're throwing it back to so a Kosh Baruch so to speak. Yes? What was that? Yes, they talk about shabbos So shabbos the early place can bring down a couple things. First of all, you shouldn't feed animals that aren't yours on Shabbos. That's one problem. So we finally, the place can finally convince everybody a while ago to put it out before Shabbos. Okay, but then you still have this problem. So they also mention Avadi putting out things that are grains and things like, they mention grains that are not fit for human consumption and that birds like eating, like bird feed. So like our Mishnahalah, a lot of bird feed uh, did you ever see a bag of it? I saw it. It had like a uh, garinim. What do the Israelis eat? The sunflower seeds. Makes sense. That looks like bird feed a little bit. Not just Israelis eat it. It sells here also. But apparently humans like it also. So then we have a, a food that seems to be equally shared by the bird kingdom and the, uh, <laughs> and the humans. I don't know. Who figured anybody have any birds? Is that what they normally feed them? It's feed them. but Feed them what? Millet. Well, millet... Nobody knows exactly what millet is, but millet is on the list with the uh, rice. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so we don't know exactly which one's which. We hope we know. So who decided that's only bird food? So, again... It's sold as people eat it. So, yeah, people eat it. So that's why I started tonight with the Mishnah Khala. they are clearly going to be food that are marketed as both. So that's a cool already. But you've got to take a stand on that, because the first part in Rashi said, if you're taking clearly... What would have been all human food? It's a bazillion before we get to the Maltachkis. The the, the Mahastashek was just saying, everybody's feeding against their animals. They lived with animals in Europe in their backyard. It's a way of life. So he noticed this. He says, Why is everybody doing this? Must be we passed like a second sheet Rashi. What happened to the first sheet? He doesn't say, but at least it's an in Nami. Now we have enough for tomorrow night. We'll see what the uh Saif Safer says about it.